0: university of virginia health system we are for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy with uva health system radio here's melanie
1: cole The upcoming holiday season is full of family, friends, fun, and food with an emphasis on the food. Can you make healthy choices during the holidays? My guest today is Catherine Bassbaum. She's a clinical dietitian with UVA Health Systems. Welcome to the show, Catherine. So let's start with the holidays. People hear about the weight gain that goes on. We're going to all of these parties. What are some of the triggers that people, you know, kind of submit to, to make those poor food choices that they make?
0: Well, I mean, a couple of things. First of all, the food itself, right? So during the holidays, we see foods that are richer and more delicious, and it's our favorites and their family recipes. These are, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's one of the big triggers, is the actual holiday food tends to be really, really special, and that makes it harder to resist. Um, Another thing is that, The holidays, we identify with a lot of socializing and, you know, celebrating. And I, you know, I would venture to say that the holidays for many people, that means a lot of extra socializing and celebrating and being with family, which is, you know, food and family are connected um, in a great way. And, you know, some might even say that the fact that the holidays, there's a little bit more alcohol flowing cocktails and champagne and things like that. And when we're drinking, sometimes we, it's easier to go off our diets a little bit and forget about making good choices.
1: Well, certainly it does reduce your inhibitions. So what are some foods that people commonly see that masquerade as being healthy? Because people will say, okay, I'm putting out the hummus, or I'm putting out something, but then it ends up to be something that's really full of fat, or really has no redeeming value.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting Melanie that you brought up the hummus because hummus which is actually going to be a good choice for you um you know the base being, you know, good heart healthy olive oil and chickpeas or garbanzo beans in the you know in the same kind of category as an appetizer spinach dip. You know, people think well there's spinach in it and you know it's it's a dip and I just put a a carrot in it or a chip or a piece of bread but compared to a, a hummus um, or like a, a, some other light dip, spinach dip is or artichoke dip is going to be one of the, you know, really, really rich, indulgent, lots of calories, lots of fat, lots of salt in that. Another one is, um, or another kind of category is just vegetables in general. You know, we think about fruits and vegetables as being generally healthy so if you see sweet potatoes oh i hear sweet potatoes are good for me or um you know green bean casseroles or um you know just any of these kind of vegetable dishes but around the holidays especially there's going to be a lot of cream and butter and sugar added to these things that are going to kind of wipe out the health benefits um and then the other one i was going to mention was you know when you're picking your proteins Right. You might have the option of some ham or a red meat option or a poultry. And some of us may think, well, I'll just go for the poultry. That's going to be the really light and nutritious one. But if you're getting a turkey leg, you know, dark meat with all the skin, um, you might be actually making a worse choice than uh, one of the others.
1: So I think we can consider that if stuff has a lot of butter, sour cream, or mayonnaise, it's probably off the healthy choice list. How do you avoid those things? As you mentioned, alcohol, you know, that that makes it a little more fun. You're socializing, you're talking. What are some tips you give as a clinical dietitian to people every day about not giving in to those cravings and saying, oh, that spinach dip looks so great, and just eating too much of it? Are we allowed to have just a little? Can we stop it just a little?
0: Some people can stop it just a little bit and some people can't. And that's one of the things that, you know, as indiv- as individuals, excuse me, we need to be able to recognize, um, can I have just one um, chip and dip? Or if I have one, then, you know, I'm not going to be able to stop. Um, one of the things that I talk to my patients a lot about, and this is an oldie but a goodie, is do not show up hungry at a dinner or at a cocktail party or at the office celebration or whatever. Because if you say, you know, if you, if you don't eat much at all several hours before thinking you're going to be um, eating a bunch later or you want to save your calories, if you think about a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being ravenous, you go to that party or that event at a 10, your willpower is, is you know, is out the door. Um, but if you have a snack a couple hours or an hour before slice of whole wheat bread with peanut butter or a couple slices of cheese and an apple, whatever, then you'll be at closer to a six or a seven on that hunger scale. And you'll actually be able to make some common sense, some good choices. Um, so that's one, uh, you know, another thing is what we, you know, what I do a lot of, work with patients is what we call the plate method. So if you are having dinner at a holiday party or you're making yourself your little appetizer plate, then fill up half your plate, load it up with fresh fruits and vegetables, whatever they have. Just load it up. You can eat that to your heart's content. Give yourself a little bit of something indulgent in the starch department, a little something indulgent in the protein department and call it a day.
1: If you're somebody that journals to really keep your eye on your weight, is it possible to keep that up during the holidays?
0: Sure. I mean, it's not that fun, (laughs) but I mean, if it's something that... Trying
1: to keep track at a party of every chip you put in your mouth or every glass of wine that you have. I mean, it can be quite daunting. So if somebody is doing that and they're trying to keep track you know do you advise they use maybe some of the apps that are out there that they can and I'm not talking appetizers but some of the apps that are out there to help keep track of what it is they're eating and then when they get home they can kind of go through it and see what they did
0: well yeah i mean i don't like rec- you know i don't recommend the apps for everybody because i've got plenty of patients that um you know they're not tech savvy or they don't you know they prefer pen and paper they're old school um, but for those that like the smartphone, whether it's you know writing it down or tapping it into their phone as they're as they're consuming it, so that they don't forget later, or maybe they want to take a quick snapshot photo of everything. I mean, their friends might think they're a little kooky, but who cares? Um, they're the ones that are not going to be. No, that's a good heavier. idea though, because um, then you can
1: look at it afterwards. And now, what about the alcohol, Catherine? Because it, it can add up those calories. Wine beer, margaritas, drinks with cream in them. So what do you tell people about the calorie content and the weight gain involved with so much alcohol over the holidays?
0: Well, what I say is, you know, as much as possible, stay away from the mixed drinks, Um, the ones that are made with, as you said, the fruity juices and the creams and the, you know, like the eggnogs, the margaritas, whatever, those ones are going to be the calorie bombs. They're going to just put you over, you know, over the limit. And I would rather my patients and I would rather myself, I would rather eat my calories. Um, So have a small glass of wine, have a small glass of champagne, or if you like liquor, do it with, um, you know, club soda and a lime um, instead of tonic water or juices and things like that. And try to, you know, one-for-one one with a tall glass of water um, instead of just going, you know, glass of booze after booze. Just pace yourself a bit, and um, you'll still enjoy yourself and um, save a bunch of calories.
1: And do people say, but resveratrol is supposed to be good for me, so oh, yeah, I hear I'm all allowed to have
0: the wine. Yeah, I hear, yeah, no, I hear it every day. But what I tell them in return is I say, look, if you want potential heart-healthy benefits from red wine because of the resveratrol, then, yes, if you decide to have an alcoholic beverage, you might want to go with a glass of red wine. But if you are not a drinker, there is not enough evidence to say you should start drinking, and specifically red wine. That we can't advocate. We can't support that yet. Um, But, yeah, there might be some benefits, not in excess.
1: And so then there's the next day. You go to a party, and people always want to know – can I then starve myself the next day to make up for what I did last night? What do you tell them to do the next day?
0: Well, the next day, you know, hopefully, um, no, you can't starve yourself the next day or the day before to kind of balance everything out. That's it's, um Number one, it's painful to do that. And number two, I don't really think it's necessary. Um, ideally, What I I like to see with my patients is that they're eating clean, you know, real fresh, real wholesome foods about 80% of the week, and then the other 20%, then, you know, they're they're having some indulgent, they're having some fun. So the same thing applies during the holidays. If they're going to go to a couple events one day, then the next day, you know, that's part of their 20%. Then they just go back to regular eating. No fasting or skipping. Nice balance, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, That's how I
1: feel. So wrap it up for us, Catherine, because it's great advice for people to listen to as these holidays start to come upon us with everything from Halloween candy all around to Thanksgiving and then onward. So give your best advice for people as it starts into this season, what you tell them every day about watching what they eat and trying to make those healthy choices.
0: I'd say bottom line is... Don't deprive yourself of your favorites. If you have a favorite candy from, you know, your kids or your Halloween bag, then give yourself, you know, one a day for a week or or whatever. If your mom or your sister's apple pie or the green bean casserole or whatever it is, you have to give yourself those things. And you should because they're, you know, it gives you great pleasure. Um, But don't overdo it. Don't take a bunch of every one of the indulgent items that are being offered. Be like, this is the one that is my favorite, and I'm going to have a piece of it, and I'm going to love it and enjoy it, and the rest of my plate is going to be a bit more sensible. And the same thing applies um, for appetizer time or for desserts. Um, Ideally, you're going to just take a little bit of the indulgent and then fill up with the fruit and the vegetables to fill up your belly. And once the new year comes and goes, and you're back to normal, then hopefully the plate method idea sticks, and the idea of the alcohol and the lower calorie drinks sticks, and the not showing up to just a regular dinner with your friends, starving or raven, you know, uh, ravenous hopefully that sticks as well.
1: Well, That's great advice and something people really should take to heart. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.